All right. Hey, uh, welcome back to another episode of Convict Conversations. Well, we thank y'all for joining and listening. Uh, this is like episode 53, something like that. I don't know. But we just gonna roll with it. We in the 50s. Nigga. God damn it. So y'all, so y'all know, fucking, we had, you came here like 6 o'clock? Yeah. Right? We've been here talking about all kinds kind of, of shit. shit. Like, For like four hours. <laughs> it's like straight. 10, it's past 10 o'clock. Yeah, it's 10 o'clock right now. So I, I always tell y'all, we have a podcast before the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been talking about all kinds of shit. And we, I don't know, we've been drinking. We damn near done with this bottle. Yeah. We damn near done with this bottle, you know what I'm saying? Like, we are... Almost there, bro. Got my little cran grape with the Casamigos. You feel me? Uh, I seen the homegirl. She posted some fucking. Um, she posted some. Uh, so two things. So the homegirl today just posted some hip, hypnotic and Hennessy. I was like, oh, I remember those days, but we grown. I'm disappointed in you. And so, so that's one thing. So going back to earlier this week. Um, it was a female. She posted. Uh, it was like the Valentine's. You seen that little Valentine's Day meme? And it was like Valentine's, and then it kept breaking down every letter on Valentine's, whatever. And then it said vodka. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, first of all, I was like, ew, vodka. And she was like, and then I read at the bottom and said pineapple Amsterdam to be exact. I was like, oh, oh grown, yeah. man, we're <laughs> way yeah, like too that's f- way that's like I'm 18. And I just graduated high school, and um, because like I said, that's when I was drinking Amsterdam. Like, yeah, hey, I'm, the, I'm nigga. Yeah, we we that was like the ten dollar bottle, but like, but that was it. That was back then when Amsterdam was slapping. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. You can't was, pull out a bottle. Of, you pull out a bottle of Amsterdam now, and be like, nigga, that's it. That's yeah. that literally has to be the only thing that was left in the liquor store. I'm still not drinking that shit. Like, I just be sober, but like it. Amsterdam was when you know the the off brand Ciroc. You feel me? When Ciroc was cracking, you but, can't really call it off brand Ciroc because it was out before Ciroc. The not the flavors. No, Amsterdam got plenty of flavors. But the but flavors, I, I was drinking regular. The, but what I'm saying, the flavors saying, the flavors wasn't out before. Yeah, Ciroc yeah, yeah. it was just regular Amsterdam. Was that regular was like Amsterdam. next to drinking gasoline. Yeah, so. But you know, great, great person. You know, what I'm saying she's a she's a sweet girl. But Fuck I told her, I I had to judge her after that. You know, what I'm saying like pineapple Amsterdam. Like yo, we are not drinking pineapple Amsterdam. You might as well. That's like the E and J. You know, what I'm saying there's some shit or like but it the is, Jose it, Cuervo of tequila. It also made me think about it's like damn. You know, we all everybody. Society always thinks about fucking like, oh, niggas is corny. That made me realize when, like, it's females out here that motherfuckers on the internet think are the baddest and they're corny. But uh, I don't want to throw it. I don't want to throw her in that conversation. Like I said, she's a she's a dope cool girl. person, she, but they but she just not, does her it's own not thing. They're, they're not corny; is they do corny shit. Yeah, uh, but I was like pineapple Amsterdam. That's what we got. Like that's like I'm telling you, if I put up to to the to a function or to anything, a gathering, 
social event or go to the club and then they'd be like, oh, we out of tequila. All we got is Amsterdam. Like, oh, no. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. But right. it, and it's not like we trying to glorify, oh, you know, these different levels of alcohol because we don't really be on that. But it's just like if that's what you truly drink. Then there's something wrong. If that's your preference, yeah, if that's your 100 percent preference. If you want, not even on some. Oh, I can't afford. You know, you know, 150 dollar bottle of Don Julio. I don't pay 150 dollars for a bottle. Yeah, that's we don't a, do that. We don't stupid. do that. Or uh, you know, even Casamigos or Patron or something like that. Like your number one. If it's your go to, there's something wrong. Yeah. If you can't afford it, that's another story. Yeah, but and then this this nigga Ike gonna post. So I posted that on Instagram, and this nigga Ike gonna say, "Oh, but you you did almost thirty. I'm twenty seven. Almost thirty drinking fucking uh a forty. I was like, bitch, don't judge me. I felt kind of I was very offended. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like very offended. Like I didn't even read what tell, he said. It's it's always Ike and Cordia say some shit, but like. Don't make me rethink my life. Yeah, yeah. Don't you don't, do that to Yeah, me. don't fucking do that, all right? But I drink a 40, you know what I'm saying? And that's just my culture, L.A. culture. But uh, Amsterdam, I, that's not nobody's culture. I'm sorry. You, we grown, we drink in Amsterdam. It's a fucking problem. I was like 16, 17, going to the liquor store and getting that when I used to live in L.A. You know what I'm saying? You can ask the homies. Like, I'll just walk in and be like, hey, let me get a bottle of Amsterdam. $10 for the big bottle. You feel me? It was Amsterdam. It was Amsterdam, Bacardi Raz, E and J. Uh, what was another drink we used to do? Uh, it was another drink. I can't even. Oh, the, uh, so the homies used to do Sky Vodka. I never did that shit. That shit. That shit is the worst. Oh, Grey Goose. But I told you, I, I don't drink Grey Goose because Grey Goose is the only liquor that I've experienced that turns me into a whole demon. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Vodka period will make you very violent. Vodka? No. Nah. Like, nigga, I will, I will fucking demolish this building. So, Hennessy, so people say Hennessy. Hennessy doesn't make me violent. It just makes me, like, more, like, more fucking, like, nigga, is this nigga trying me? But Grey Goose makes me violent. I'm testing everybody. Even now, just thinking about all those drinks, I'm like. I'm the antagonist. What the fuck was we doing? Drinking shit like that. We were young. Yeah, just young. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that we was young. It was just what was hot during our generation. But it's it's still people now to this day that it's, swear it's, by Henny. It's like the Cavassier of fucking S- swear of by it. Yeah. Just think that it's just still the best thing on this fucking earth. Or the ones that shout out to my son, Mama, even though I fucking hate her. Uh, no, I, I don't hate nobody. Never mind. I take that back. But swear by just pure white Hennessy, where you can only get it from like on cruises if you go somewhere where to the islands or something like that. Uh, and it's just like it's. it's, it's I, got, no. I gotta say something about that. Hennessy is disgusting. I gotta say something. Pure white is nowhere close to regular Hennessy. Have you had pure white? I think I've had it like once. It, pure, it, I just don't like. I just don't like Hennessy. But pure. I don't white. like dark. I don't. I don't like dark alcohol. Period anymore. I've. 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 I've only. I. I feel like people are only drinking that shit because everybody else is drinking it. So pure white Hennessy is not nowhere close. Black Hennessy and pure white is nowhere close to regular Hennessy. Black Hennessy is the most disgusting out of all black, of it. I don't think black Hennessy is that bad. Pure white Hennessy is not that bad. I, I to take me. that back. Is it's because it's called VSOP or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's it's better than regular Hennessy. It's better than regular. You just drink a regular Hennessy yeah. and a Coke, you're disgusting. So, but pure white isn't that bad. I I like pure white. I can drink pure white like I can drink tequila. First of all, all liquor is disgusting. Yes, but I can drink is. pure white like I drink tequila. But Hennessy, period. Like I was told at a young age, you know, what I'm saying my mom's my mom's husband, he would tell me like, you know, Hennessy. If you go to like you know, Europe and stuff, Hennessy is like the E and J of everything. Like Hennessy is like the worst of the worst that you can get. Mm-hmm. You know, and I understand that. Like that shit is nasty, man. Like liquor all liquor is nasty. Some is smoother and some is easier to, you know, to take. But Hennessy No go. Hennessy is a no go, man. Great but, Goose though. Great Goose. Um uh, what was you finna say? I don't, but uh, I wasn't about to say anything. But I just say I don't even remember what vodka tastes like. Is I've been all straight tequila, and I used to hate tequila. You welcome. but it's better than fucking vodka. You but welcome. vodka, you literally like I said, it's literally like you're what? you're drinking rubbing. When I met Griff, that nigga Griff, let me I'm gonna tell you, Griff was a Remy nigga or a Crown. Crown Apple. First of all, you're a fucking liar. It was really a Crown I've Apple. Never, I've never in my fucking life drink Crown Apple. No? No. It was Bush. You it got was, the wrong it was motherfucker. Bush. But you was for sure a Remy nigga. I know yeah, that for a fact. Give me, give me a bottle of Remy. Okay, so shit. Bush was a Crown Apple. Bush, so it was, so what was that? I was whatever. Bush was the Crown Apple. Uh, Mike was the Parmesan. You was Remy. I feel like all I feel like all niggas from fucking. I Mike can say was I, a what? I can say I was a New Amsterdam. Mike was a Paul nigga. Mike was a Parmesan. Yeah, yeah. Mike used to drink, yeah, the but Parmesan. he he got on the Duce because uh, Jay Z. Of yeah, course, he got on Duce. Yeah, being from New York, and, but uh, I feel like uh, what's I about to say? I don't even know what I was about to say. Go ahead. So I'm gonna get into my Grey Goose story. Grey Goose, one time, uh, my boy Josh, uh, crazy that my my one of my closest homies is named Josh. You feel me? One of my longest childhood friends. And if y'all know him, like Josh I, I experienced him, oh man, he's he's hilarious. Yeah. He's not even trying to be. Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> but Josh, I, we, that's that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so we both Josh M. But. Josh threw a party, man. Josh threw a little party. He had to uh, watch his people's house for a little bit. His people got a nice-ass house, bro. We coming in there, and, you know, it was this chick named Jade. I remember Jade, you feel me? We was young. So Jade pull up. I'm like, shit. When Jade pull up, I'm like, we all taking shots. We keep taking shots. You know what I'm saying? Grey Goose. You feel me? Grey Goose. Grey Goose and, um, yeah, so Grey Goose. So, we taking shots. Uh, rest in peace, my nigga Lope. Lope, excuse me. He um he was there and he he was pressing niggas. But when I tell you that that great goose just turned me into to a different animal, bro. I'm just like, like what's up? Who want it? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shoot me. I'm the one you want. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell y'all that story. But, but. is it's just vodka makes you like alcohol brings out the worst in you, but vodka will bring out the nigga. I will literally turn your fucking car over with my bare hands. Yeah. Like. Vodka is like crack. But it, it, it literally, it, it don't even like give you liquid courage. courage. It's, it's literally like, 
I will turn into Captain America and I can knock out at least 10 niggas yeah, before y'all it get just, me down. Great Goose, not just vodka. Because vodka, if I, when I was back then, I was drinking Ciroc, whatever. You know, vodka was cool. Amsterdam was cool. You know what I'm saying? The Bacardi was cool, whatever. But when I had Grey Goose, I never had a good experience on Grey Goose. Grey Goose was the worst. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? It, it was just like, nigga, who are you? You feel me? <laughs> like, you, you ever get so drunk that you go in the shower? You go, not the shower. You go in the bathroom and like throw some water on your face like, and have a pep talk with yourself? Like, all right, bro, you need to chill. You fucked up right now. You ain't never had that? Plenty of times. Yeah. You go, Where I literally be like, it's like a demon's talking to me. I'm like, hey, yeah. no, f- no, no, fuck that. Yeah. He he meant to disrespect you, and all the nigga did was just accidentally bump into me. Like, no, fuck him up. <laughs> so, cause a riot in this uh, motherfucker. Bro, turn this motherfucker upside down. Yes. I'm going to start a riot. I'm gonna yeah, start a- I'm not going to stop till I'm banned from this bitch. Yeah, bro. Grey Goose was that but but that's but what even, I, that's how I used to start off when I go to the club just to get me energized I'm like give me a vodka and sprite. You did do that dirty shit. <laughs> I remember that because you passed me one one time and I was like, that's that's what gets you started. Sprite. That's what gets you started. It, it gets you. This in was the, mood. the mansion. It, it no, gets, was it the mansion? No, fuck no. No, it, it was it probably was Denver. Denver. This is but when, no New Year. When I tried to introduce you all to him, like, all right, just you know, jump off in the club, start with off with a bro, uh, vodka and sprite, and no, the, y'all be like, no, double shots of fucking Patron. Yeah. I remember my first time. I remember my first time in Denver. Y'all took me out, and we was at this big ass club. It was a it was a big ass club. It's closed now. It, it's so crazy. What club? I, I don't. It, it was like View or something like that. It was V U E. It was. It, I remember the first time we stepped off in that bitch, and it was like the Denver Broncos was in that motherfucker. It was a huge ass club. It was right as you enter downtown. Right. I, I I can show you the place. You know what I'm talking about, and. It's not there anymore. Vinyl? You know, no, it wasn't vinyl. Bar, it wasn't it vinyl. had to be bar I prom- standard. I promise you it was called View or something like that. But it's so crazy. Why, why we trying to guess is because clubs open and close. If you haven't noticed, clubs open and close in Denver like it's nothing. Or they rechange. As soon the as name. they close, they'll change the name or it's under new management. And they'll just, like I said, change the name. Yeah. So he's in that motherfucker. And we was at the bar. You literally bought like at least like eight double shots, and we lit, we spent like hundred and twenty dollars just on shots, on the spot. And I was like, "Oh, y'all wilding." That's how you get it started. But it, because like I said, I come with this when I came for a drum, shots was different. So you know your drinks was expensive, but shots wasn't because everybody's taking shots. So they a dime a dozen, but. So like I said, they, they here for some reason they was just charging absurd prices, it was like hundred twenty dollars on shots, and it was double shots of Patron, and I was like, oh, and like I said back then, I hated Patron, I hated tequila, <laughs> I hated it. I was like, why are y'all drinking tequila? I well, hate it. That's it. But that shit, it got me fucked up on the spot. Hey. I'm gonna. I'm good. so. First of all, that's how niggas start off in the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if if you know we got a new homie around. You feel me? Cause you was my dog. Yeah, you feel yeah. me for work, and we ain't never been out. So we was like, you know, yeah, hey, yeah, gri- yeah. hey, hey, my nigga Griff here. And I remember that first time we went, 
I was doing like a, I was doing a dash on the way to Denver. I was like, oh, he's wild. He's doing like, hey, <laughs> he's tripping. <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to have a good time. But, but my, my nigga Grip, bro, we ain't never went out. We was talking about going out, you know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, that was the first out. thing I added. I remember I pulled you aside yeah, in, the highway, in the hallway and I was like, hey, uh, where the clubs at? Hit him with the whoop, the whoop, whoop. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? So, look. So, my nigga Griff came in. You feel me? Or even, it, it be sometimes, you know what I'm saying, where I feel like that. Or one of the other homies feel like that. Like, nigga, we buying shots today. It usually happens around payday. Not going to lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Not even around payday. Anytime we fucking go out now, it's just like, <laughs> as soon as we step off in that bitch, somebody... Hey. We it, it, and that's the thing that I love is it's never a question like I got it I got everybody on this. It, it's never like, like no we, like we ain't never we ain't never it is never a question about money when we go out. It's, all it's never like oh I bought we the shots it. this time. Yeah, it was you know like it's just it's, like it's whoever just step up to the plate, step up, batter up as long as everybody yeah. get fucked up. Cause I ain't gonna fake it, bro. It be because so like me when I go to the club, it's like all right. You know, niggas would be like, oh, let me get a shot of this. I'll be like, all right, hey, everybody, we all, because I like all the homies to be on the same level. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? So, hey, nigga, let me get this. And when I was in Hawaii, bro, I bought like 10 double shots. I have that shit. When, when Bush came out there, bro, I bought like 10 double shots. And it was just me, Flash, Eric, Bush, and Ike. So, uh, well, that's five people with double shots. Okay. Yeah. No, Ike don't drink. So, that's, you know. Yeah. So, when I tell you, bro, like, that shit was expensive, but it was like, bro, we all understand. This this how we get it started. Like, let's get these shots. You know what I'm saying? Let's knock them down real quick and then start off. Even New Year's. You remember New Year's? You feel me? Like, which one? Bro, niggas be drunk. Niggas be yeah, starting our, off. Our like, New Year's is straight the, the alcoholism. New, the New Year's when we dressed up in suits, bro. It was like that I, was the best. That was the worst, best New Year's who, that we didn't have. Who bought? Who bought the first round? It wasn't even. We didn't even really drink once we got to the club because we was, we drank. We we popped bottles. Oh, we man. had fucking regular alcohol. We had. We all bought. I think we bought like five bottles champagne. of champagne. Yeah. That, that, before we even got to the club, we. I was it. It was after the club. It was twenty nineteen New Year's. Fucking, we just, we just, we balled the fuck out. So, it's something about champagne, and it will never get me again. But every, back then, every, what, maybe two or three times that I popped a bottle of champagne, I almost lost my fucking eye. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And then I almost lost my eye, and tr so Trey did it that one New Year's. I didn't do it. So... He, it was Trey and somebody else where it was like, it uh, maybe it I, was could tell, I could tell it was their first time drinking yeah. champagne straight out the bottle because they tipped that motherfucker Maybe it up, was me, yeah. And that motherfucker I exploded, think it was me. Exploded all Every over. fucking, no, no, it wasn't me because. It was you, I think no, it, no, no. it might have been Eric. Me and Eric went to the club one time and I told, I told, I told the bouncer like, yeah, this nigga played for Duke. You know what I'm saying? Get him in. I told him he was somebody named. And there's oh, oh, we'll do anything for you. Da, 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 da. Eric, like 6'3", you fucking light-skinned. That nigga looks like a hooper. We did that We did that for the 2019 so, when they thought we was from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so, so I told them that shit, and, you know, they let us in the club. It's like, yeah, VIP right here, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. We got bottles and shit. And, and Eric was like, let me get um, 
He said, let me get one bottle of something. I said, let me get three. <laughs> you feel me? And you know me. If I'm saying let me get three bottles in the club, I am fucked up. <laughs> so we get the bottles and fucking Eric shit. You know how they be bring the bottles. Eric shit, his champagne bottle was lighting up at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Mine didn't light up. I didn't like that. Right? <laughs> I was very upset about that. But I still drunk it. So first time drinking champagne. You know, drink it like it's a regular thing. Of, nigga, when I tell you, I damn near spit on everybody in the club. Because that shit, like. You tipped it straight up? I tipped it straight with, up. With no know, air pocket. With no air. And when I tell you, I damn near spit on everybody in the club, <laughs> bro. Like, nigga, I If y'all haven't, if you never drunk champagne straight out the bottle, you wouldn't understand. But, but a- after that, you got to recover. You just like start shaking. Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> I meant to do that. But no, nah, we, nigga, yeah. So I remember that happened to Trey for New Year's. Yeah, it was Trey. Trey. So my eyeball almost came out because, not eyeball almost came out, but somebody popped, no, my champagne bottle randomly. I wasn't even like. Yeah, you was just holding it. I was just holding it. Took, you already took the thing off of it. I, I don't even think I already took it. It probably barely came off. Mm-hmm. And that shit, you know what I'm saying? I was like, nigga, that could have been very fucking bad. You know what I'm saying? Nah, it would have hurt for like five minutes. What? Nigga, I would have been very... Nigga, New Year's? New Year's? We was already having a hectic night. That yeah. would probably just drove you over the edge. Yeah, true, true, true. But, um, so yeah, bro, when we go out, bro, hey, we got to get this. I'm telling you, this next time we go out, bro, it's going to be triple shot. It's going to be a cup, nigga, because I'm telling you, we have been sitting in this fucking house for too fucking long. We haven't, like, we've done shit, but it ain't like like it used to. I had somebody remind me. It was, was it 1030? Oh, we just been, we've been 10 minutes out from downtown. I had somebody remind me, like, yesterday, like, uh, not yesterday, but they reminded me, like, you just went to you just went to Texas for New Year's. Like, bro, okay. that shit felt like a year ago. That yeah. that shit felt like so long ago. Texas feel like literally six months ago. Yeah, like we did that shit so long ago. You feel me? And to think about it, like, bro, it's barely you know what I'm saying it's the end of February right now. Like, nigga, we did that shit like a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I want to go back, but yes, we'll talk about that later. But like I said, bro, even when we went to Texas, me and you buying shots for each other, like, hey. Let me get four double shots. You feel me? It's only us two. That's why I literally told you. I was like, Josh, it's only us two. What are you doing? <laughs> Nigga, we here. Uh, but I had to say that I was like, fuck it. We in Texas. Yeah, bro. We in so, Houston at that. That shit, I'm telling you. But you know what I'm saying? That should be fun, bro. I, I love, honestly, going out with the homies is like, it's always a good time. No matter how bad the time we have there. Like, it can be some shit that go on. But when I, it's always memories. You feel me? It's always a good fucking time. I can go back and be like, nigga, like how we just did. Like, nigga, you remember that time? You feel me? Yeah. Like, I go back. Hell is, I remember when Griff finally got introduced. Was you there when Upton came with us to Denver? I probably was there like at least once. Bro. Upton was like on his way leaving. He was trying to leave and then he didn't. Bro, yeah, gave Upton. Leaving. So me and Upton got the same birthday. We go to Denver and gave Upton the whole bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, take, take a shot. You know what I'm saying? We getting fucked up. It's our birthday. It's a group of us, a big group of us, group of us. And, nigga, we walk into the club. Upton got the bottle in his hand. A bum, 
a homeless person asks us like, hey, uh, can, I, can I get some of that? This nigga up and gives him the bottle. Oh, yeah. I wasn't there for that. He gives this nigga the bottle. Bro, when I tell you this, he said, hey, don't put your mouth on it. First of all, why you get a homeless dude a bottle? Well, I tell you this nigga licked his lips <laughs> <laughs> and put his fucking soup coolers on that motherfucker. Uh, nigga was just like, nah, you can have it. You can have it. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> you feel me? Like, why the fuck did you get this man the fucking bottle in the first place? And so, yeah, that, bro, it's always good memories with the homies when we're going out. If we don't remember them, we record them. Trust yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? We need our own little film crew when we go out. That's what, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I you said. Know, it's videos Griff got me, and I'm just over here like, hey, hey, delete that, delete that, delete that. Am I lying? For what? And I'd be like, for what? <laughs> Things need to see this. Delete that. But yeah, it's always fucking fun. That's why I, that's why I'll probably miss the club so much because the homies would link up. You feel me? We'll go do some. I always say that like I don't go for the, I don't go to the the club just to you know for the club. I go just to have a good time with the homies. That's it. When we go, like we live it the fuck up because it's always fun. Yeah, it's always fun, bro. From the ride. To there, even though about I say about sixty percent, Josh is sleep, sleep in the back. No, I, in the front seat, slump hey, with a do rag on. I put my do rag on and I put and a he shirt on. Exactly, my... he know exactly when to wake the fuck up. Like yep. as soon as we, as soon as we fucking enter fucking Denver, he up. They're like, all right, let me wake myself up. Yep. Drink this fucking monster. I feel the stop. I feel the stop from coming off the freeway. <laughs> you feel me? That first red light. Oh, oh, we here. You feel me? I'll be drooling and shit. But I'll I'll put a I'll put a uh uh a shirt over my face or something because these niggas love taking pictures when niggas asleep. No, y'all love doing that it's shit. Like, it's like it's the funniest thing ever. So I put a shirt over my face, whatever. But nigga, it's it's been times. Was you with me? Was that you that was with me when we drove back from Denver and nigga we had to pull over because I was falling asleep? Yes, bro. <laughs> And we and fucking nigga was knocked out fucking for two hours on the side of the highway. Bruh, I was tired, bruh. And I don't drink and drive, so I wasn't drunk. But I was, when I tell you them Denver drives coming back be so But crucial. we was wilding. We, we went somewhere and then we ended up trying to go to this after hour spot at like three o'clock in the morning, nigga. We was wilding that night. The one that got shot up? No, uh, it was just like some old abandoned warehouse looking shit that we decided to go to. Was it lit? After our spot. Yeah, it was kind of lit. Yeah, we, we, nigga, don't tell us the moves because we there after yeah, hours. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. We got to go to work the next day or not. We are in We there. are there. Like, it's, hey, we, it's too late. It's, we too far to turn back now. Yeah. You feel me? That's, that shit's fun, man. I, I'm telling you, bro, it's been so many Denver nights in Colorado Springs nights that I didn't have that just be like damn we was wildin' that night you know niggas is wildin' niggas is wildin' but yeah bro but um so another thing we could talk about well (laughs) that's been funny this whole week I don't know if Griff finds it funny but it's been hilarious that I don't follow I don't pay attention to Takashi 69 but the incident with him and Meek Mill, it was stupid. I watched it. But the funny part where he was like, 
Like I got my own strapped on the security club. That is hilarious. I don't yeah. know if anybody else. I that brought tears to my eyes. How funny that is, bro. It was just dumb from top to bottom, bro. And I hate that. I, I it made me realize that people just love to cri- uh, criticize and get on Meek Mill's ass. All I hear just is criticize, criticize, yeah, criticize. That's all. I guarantee you. That's how he's feeling because it's just like. He didn't do nothing. He was like, this motherfucker literally sat out here and waited till the club was over to start some shit with me. Yeah. Like it, that like that's what we doing now, but people was you know, I feel like, you know, Meek wasn't going to get no stripes if he did something because we I was like we all know it, it ain't even about oh, he's trying to get because that was the thing that people was running with afterwards. Oh, he's trying to get rappers locked up and da da this. I'm like, "No, man." Like it was just him being stupid, and it's just like they 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 said that shit, and then they was just on Meek, Meek's ass because they was just like, oh, you know, all that shit you was talking, talking about you gonna do this when you see him, and you didn't do none of that. But it was just like I'd be, it it, it was just nothing but security people there. It was just like, what the fuck was you supposed to do? Like this ain't no TV show where. Y'all get to fight a little bit, then security come pick both of y'all up and take y'all to y'all separate corners. It was just dumb to me. It was just so stupid. Bruh, the shit was funny. Like, that nigga said, he said he used to poo shiesty verse on me. That had me weak. Bruh. But it, and then it was just like, you know, I didn't, I didn't, like, what do you have to, like, motherfuckers is not going to believe, you trying to press Meek Mill like, bro, you already been on a, a Rico case where you snitched on everybody. Like, nobody, no matter what you do afterwards, nobody's going to believe you. Yeah. Nobody's going to think that you're a tough guy afterwards. Yeah, credibility, like, credibility is, is shot. It's gone. It's gone. Like, nobody's nobody's thinking that, oh, you know, oh, man, you know, 6 9 almost got the best of Meek Mill. I was like, no, man. It was like this snitch-ass motherfucker pulled up trolling. Because it literally... He dropped some shit today, and he and that's all he been doing is just trolling, you know, Lil Dirk, you know, all your homies is dead, and uh, this was very disrespectful, but, hey, I'm all for it. Y'all know me. Niggas ain't gonna find, you know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't gonna find peace till they just, get smoked. It just shows, it was just dumb, because it, it just, what, and then Meek Mill, of course, he gonna speak his shit on the internet. He was just egging the shit on, too, and just like. Yeah, but it's, it's stupid. you know, people want to, you know, they 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 famous, so they want to be in the top, you know, top trending on Twitter and shit. Yeah. But it it was just funny to me. That's all I was bringing it up for, because that nigga used to push Icy first, and the the contradiction is, is that they, both of them niggas had security. And yeah. Was like, you know, I got my fire on me, security for the club. Yeah. I'm like, all right. You know, like, it's crazy because- Use like, that motherfucker. Because, like, but, like, I- he would have probably got more respect if he was by himself. You but know. he can't be by himself because it's just like, you know, they, you know, no matter where he go, he's noticeable. <laughs> somebody, somebody posted on Twitter. It was the uh, Smokey meme on Friday when he was like, "Shoot him." <laughs> yeah. That's like I said. That's what it's gonna take. So, but. It, you know, the majority of the industry going to stay away from him now. I'm like, shit, I'm going to stay away from him because I know he's going to snitch if something yeah. happens. Or not even that. Like, even big, big, um, big companies, big uh, record labels, like, he's a liability. You feel me? A very bad liability. So, yeah. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? One thing we didn't say 
two podcasts ago was Happy Black History Month. Yeah. We did you realize we didn't say that? No, I I thought about that earlier too, but I was like, what the fuck are we gonna talk about Black History? No, no, no. Just Happy Black History Month. I still, um, you know, shout out Black History Month. Um, but this is not towards Black History Month. But the um, Judas, what's that movie? Uh, Judas and Messiah. Yeah, Black Judas and the Messiahs. I like still haven't finished it. Judas and the Black Messiahs. I still haven't finished it. Why? I just been falling asleep. I, I tell you right now, we didn't even go through our week. But I tell you right now, bro, when I tell you I get home either at 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock, like, it's serious. Like, I, when I come home, I didn't got so many FaceTimes and, like, I'm just sleeping, you know. People come, like, you're old man. Like, look, bro, like. I'm on, I'm on bigger shit, shit right now. I was now. passed out at 9 o'clock on the couch, bro. Nigga, you know what time I fell asleep yesterday? What time? Six. Sick. Six. Because, I mean, like, it just, it's just so draining, man. And it's like, it's like, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? I do, even when I came home today, I got up early. Nigga, I was asleep. I got home at, like, 12. I was asleep to, like, 3. You feel me? Like, I just be so drained. But, you know what I'm saying? It's for a bigger purpose. You feel me? Like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Me being unavailable is me doing some working. I'm working. You feel me? So, I'm sorry. You feel me? Either you respect it or, you know, do what mm-hmm. you got to do. But, so, yeah. But, um, yeah, I still haven't seen that movie, man. I still am a huge fan of uh, American Skin. And I'm upset that American Skin didn't get as much publicity. Is this? Yeah, that that's one thing. It was like I didn't know about it either. But are you talking about the movie or that little short film? The movie. Okay. Yeah, the movie should have got way. The the movie definitely should have got way more. But I don't know, man. That movie could have been up for an Oscar. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But another thing I'm tired of seeing, right? Is I go on Hulu today to watch For Life. I watch For Life. That's my show. It's one of my shows I watch. And these motherfuckers got a category in there that says black movies or something like that. Amazon has the same thing. I don't like that. You feel me? Because it's like, it, it makes me feel like people are feeling like trying to give sympathy. You feel me? Like, I get it, giving sympathy, but like not, no, bro. It's not, sympathy is not what Nick motherfuckers is asking for. You feel me? It's not for fucking reparations. Yeah, it's not. Fuck, we ask. It's not sympathy that we motherfuckers ask for. Is you know what I'm saying equal opportunity. You feel me? So motherfuckers going Hulu and like oh black blacklist or black movies or something like bro that shit low key pissed me off. It doesn't matter because like I said, you can ask for equality, but it's like you cannot change how somebody truly feels about you. If that motherfucker does not like black people, there's nothing you can change about their mindset. Some people, you know, maybe you can, but I th- I feel like the vast majority, I'm not looking for equality in some shit where, you know, yes, I'm going to get the job, but these motherfuckers are still going to hate me. Yeah. And they're still going to make my job hard for me. They're still going to try to get me to the point where I'm like, I quit. And even if they don't do that, it's just the fact that you, you know, you just got hired just because of sympathy. You feel me? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get hired because of sympathy. You feel me? I want to be at the same. I want to start off at the same playing field as everybody else. Yep. That's all motherfuckers is asking for. Like, 
the black that shit on YouTube, I mean on Hulu, is really very disappointing to me, man. It it kind of pisses me off in a way. Yeah. You feel me? Oh, but it's like people. I I feel like they do that just to draw attention to it because, like I said, they just put it on there. People are not gonna pay it. And that's what I'm saying. They do it just to. It, it makes them more money. You know what I'm saying? Like look at H and M when they was like, oh, the big the the, the coolest monkey, the coolest in the monkey in the jungle. Big designers do that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's just to get them trending. Boom! Once they trending, more sales for them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just crazy. You feel me? But I don't know. That's one thing. But we didn't even get into our week. We are 36 minutes in and we didn't even get into our week. Um, this is like probably one of the million times that I actually have something good to say about my week. All right. This is two weeks in a row. Week. I'm like two for two. What happened? Um. So I told you guys last week, <laughs> I started this real estate stuff. I'm shadowing basically an intern. Uh, for some people doing this real estate. So, been doing good. And then, you know, they took me to a meeting with investors that's millionaires. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we watched a, not watched, but we had a Zoom call because, you know, all this COVID shit. We had a Zoom call with another dude that started off at the bottom, but now he owns a lot of properties, a lot of apartment buildings and stuff like that. And so we talked about it, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to skip majority of it but um i i think i talked to my well yeah i think i talked to my first like actual millionaire you know what i'm saying like have you ever talked to somebody that's a millionaire that you know that's a millionaire mm, man i talked to like ari sometimes uh, i don't count mm, for something. i don't care he was probably trying to beat I know yeah, you. I was just looking at her titties so hard, man. <laughs> Not gonna lie. You think she's a millionaire? I know she's a millionaire. Okay, okay. But um, I talked to my first, you know, millionaire, and you know, he's so the situation I'm in. Not the situation, but you know, the role, the intern that basically I am. He's uh basically, you know, he's talking to me. Cool dude, man. I'm talking to a lot of them. And, you know, it's a networking place for real estate. And we all over there talking. And, you know, he's, you know, I want my third million, whatever. And he's, you know, basically putting me on game. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you should do this. You should do that. We'll do, whoop. He kind of called me broke in a way. You feel me? He's, he said, like, oh, you know, basically the role I'm taking is, you know, you start that, you start in this part of real estate if you don't have no money. So I took that as, like, are you broke? That's why you starting right here, which is okay. I'm starting somewhere as long as I'm fucking starting. You feel me? But he was putting me on game. You know what I'm saying? He was telling me the do's and don'ts and the shit to look out for and different ways to make my money. And the part that got me is when I was, it was multiple millionaires in there. You know, I talked to about 50% of the people in there, but the part that got me was when you, Go in there. I, I went in there fresh off of work in uniform, military uniform, OCPs. But when you go in there, you don't see people dressing, you know what I'm saying? You see motherfucking, I guarantee you they probably got their whole outfit from Ross or Marshalls. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it's just like, damn. You feel me? Dude, I ain't never met a millionaire, but dude told me he on his third million. You know what I'm saying? This 
he got fucking, you know what I'm saying? Look at the way he dressing. You know what I'm saying? Study rich niggas moves like my homework. You feel me? You pay attention to how they dressing. Uh, shout out Nipsey Hussle, rest in peace. But you study niggas moves, how they dressing. You feel me? How they move. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, it creates bigger shit for you. You know what I'm saying? Me and Griff had this whole conversation like, you know, you, you we got to like, not we, but you know, you get people get complacent and get comfortable in the in the the way that they are or the situation at the end to where like okay i'm cool with working this you know this job that paid ten dollars more an hour than the job i had last like nah man like me myself like a hundred million is a go you feel me a hundred a billion is a go but a hundred million is my next achievement if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying but people don't look at that like that they they People are complacent working these, you know, regular jobs. Like, oh, they got good benefits. Like, man, you think they got good benefits, but in the, you probably working more than you know your benefits is worth. If that, if you knew your worth, if you don't know your worth, then you you won't understand. You feel me? So that's what I got. What you got for your week? Uh, Man, you know, I've been fucking as usual, well, not as usual, but fucking just randomly going through it with my son's mom. That's really what I've been going through. I've been kind of like, and it ain't just her, like, it's just other people, but she mainly contributes to it. But she, just out of nowhere, hits me up about, um, you know, I just remembered, and, you know, I was going through. And I seen that you didn't pay me child support for the month of November. And I'm just like, it's February. Why the fuck are you just now saying something about this? So the reason why I didn't pay her child support in February, not February, but November, is because my son, everybody knows my son lives with me now. Because of Leslie, she was deploying in February. She was moving to Fort Bragg, and they were deploying in February. And, you know, so my son came and stayed with me. That was That's the time that I went and got him. I went and got him in December. So she's saying that, oh, you know, you paid October, but you didn't pay for the month of November and half of, De- and half of December. And I'm like, yeah, because you didn't pay – so what our agreement is and our custody agreement that we are supposed to meet in or around Fort Campbell in Kentucky. That's, you know, from her driving to, you know, Fort Campbell and from me driving from Fort Carson to Fort Campbell in Kentucky. That's like the it's like an equal amount of time on the road. Hers is a little bit less. It's like two hours less. So. She hasn't been abiding by that. We've had this, you know, child custody order in place since about 2019. She ain't abided by it at all. Every time I tell her, like, you know, I'm taking vacation in the summer and winter. I let her know the dates. I let her know, like, hey, you know, you can either fly how it's supposed to be since she don't want to fucking drive because she always makes an excuse Oh, I got a, I got this class at work and all of this. I'm like, okay, cool. Completely compliant. It pisses me off that I have to do that, but 
I'm going to go get my son because I want to see my son. And that's how she acts. She was like, well, I'm not, I can't take off. And so you either going to come get him or you're not going to see him. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go get him. I'm just going to be like, fuck it. I'll pay for my plane ticket to come there and get him. And I'll pay for both of our plane tickets back. And I'll pay for both of our plane tickets to bring him back home to you. She doesn't give no money for that. And when I say she should be giving money because I am paying for her half of the transportation. And I literally tell you, like, I don't have enough time to take. I'm like, you can literally leave on a Saturday and bring him to me. It's literally going to be six hours of your time because it's like a three hour flight from Virginia to here and from here to Virginia. Three hours back home, six hours total, maybe like eight. She she never does it. So she hits me up asking about this when I pay for the plane tickets. The plane tickets all together was like maybe over twelve hundred dollars. And the child support and I don't even really technically don't pay child support. I pay for his child care, his daycare was four hundred and sixty dollars. I pay that every time on time. And on top of that, I still do for my son. I buy him clothes, shoes. Whatever the fuck he wants. Motherfucker literally has a big old 90s style arcade in his room. You know, the ones with little joysticks, you on this big ass thing. Yeah. I bought him about? one of those. I bought him a Ninja Turtle one. You know, I go above and beyond. I buy my son everything for it while he's over with me and while he's over with her. I spend money. She, on the other hand, which she tries to downplay or just ignore, she does the bare minimum. She lets my son grow out his clothes, and then when he comes to me, oh, he, he you know, he's he, he had a growth spurt, you know. So I had to end up buying him clothes, which I don't mind because I want my son to be fly. Who don't want their kid to be, you know, fly in the latest clothes, even though he's only six years old? I buy him everything. She knows that, so she exploits that. And use it for excuse. She'll tell me, like, when it comes time for Christmas, I spend, or even time I spend money. I don't spend under a thousand dollars for him. She sees that I everything that he has, I bought. So she'll try to, you know, put that energy out there where, like, oh, our son doesn't need that. You know, you know, I think we should just do us, you know, one gift for Christmas this year because he's so spoiled. He thinks that he's supposed to have that. And like, I don't give a fuck. Yes, he's supposed to have that. He's supposed to think that he's supposed to have that. You know what I mean? I, I want to make his environment comfortable. So back to what I was saying, she hits me up. Oh, you know, you didn't pay for the month of November and December. And I was like, well, well, well wait a minute. You were supposed to pay for your half of the transportation and his for tr- transportation getting to Colorado or vice versa. And she, she swears up and down we didn't have that conversation, but we did. And... Then she tries to, once she sees that she ain't getting nowhere, I'm like, you you really are hitting me up over $460 from the month of November, which is how much his child care is, in February. For what? Why are you just now bringing this up? Because she hit a point where I feel like she, she needs money. She always needs money. I don't know what it is going on in her life, you know, that she needs money for but she needs money. I'm going to tell you why she she it's clear that she needs money. Her boyfriend that she was with while she was fucking around on me 
Oh, shit. Fucking, he died in a car accident. In a car that she helped him finance. When he died, he had a whole bunch of shoes. He had a whole shoe collection that he left for her house. She sold this man's shoes. Sold his shoes. Like, didn't even take but a couple months for her to start selling his shit. This is how much she don't care about. She And she always thinks that, she always try to say that I'm calling her a bad parent. I'm not calling her a bad parent. She's by no means a bad parent. I think she does great by her son when it comes to him learning and progressing in life. She's just a bad person. She's truly a bad and terrible person. I don't know why, but, hey, some people just more like that. She just, I just feel like she's a terrible person. And there's nothing that anybody can do to change that. You know, so, it was just like you, in, in my mind, I just felt like she truly needed that money. Because, like, why are you hitting me up three months later over some money that, hey. And I asked her, like, so you're going to reimburse me for the plane tickets that I had to buy for him? And she just, you know, she she wasn't going to do it. She just wanted that money. And it, it's so fucked up because, like, I was just like, you know, I gave her the money. And then literally that same, I think it was the next day, she's in the furniture store shopping for new furniture for her house. And I'm just like, it, it just blows my mind because I do right by my son. I don't I don't argue with her. I don't get into it with her, but she sees that I'm living fine. I'm living good. I I ain't got a care in the world. Nothing stressing me out financially. She sees that, so she gets a little bitter about that because when we split up the first time, she wanted to get back together. She wanted to make things work, and I was like, nah, I'm over it. You know, you clearly have shown your true colors over time. You've shown that, you know, any nigga can entertain you and you down for that. Because she's a lot older than me. She's like six years older than me. So she's like probably about to be like 36 or something like that. You know, so she's just attention hungry. She's been attention hungry her probably her entire life. But as far as I've known her, she's just been attention hungry. She's been receptive to attention from stupid ass fuck, fuck niggas in the army that I know for a fact that I could either beat up or kill. Um. And she's just been entertained by that. So, you know, I gave her that gave her that money because she started threatening me with, you know, I'll take you back to court and stuff like that. You're supposed to be paying me child support, you know, whether he's living with me or not, which is not true. Uh, she's just throwing out these idle threats, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you can either give me the money now or uh, I can take you to court and you'll owe from the time of November till now. Because my son's with me, so I haven't been giving her no money. I don't understand how I still owe her money. And he, the money was for his child care. He's here with me. So he's not in child care there. So I don't know how I owe you money. But, you know, like I said, what it is, it's just her bitter. She's just a mean-spirited person. She wants things her way. She wants, you know, motherfuckers to bow down to her and do what she says. If you don't do what she says, you know, it's a problem. You're you're in her crosshairs. You know, she's going to do whatever it takes to, you know, make you depressed. And, you know, she she's the person that where my PTSD stems from. 
I have PTSD from being in a relationship with her where she's tried to fuck up my life so bad. She succeeded in fucking up some parts of my life where it's just like, you know, I have, I, I can't really truly give my all to a relationship because of her. Cause it could all be a lie. You know, Josh, my friend, you know, my, my boy is sitting right next to me. is just like, he's the one like, my first time, like, literally on the verge of committing suicide was because of her. And Josh is the one that helped me, you know, not do that. Because it was just like, I was so far gone because of her. She was just ruining my life. When I say ruining my life, ruining my life. Because I didn't want to do, give her her way. She's that, you know, kind of person. And she knows that. That's the fucked up part. She knows that she's a, she, you know, will fuck over anybody to get what she wants and that shit means nothing to her. She don't give a fuck about nobody or you know the shit that she's causing in other people's life. She don't care. Even if she knows that she'll she's in denial about the type of person that she is. She's an evil, mean spirited person and she's in denial about it. Like I don't do nothing to her. I hey my son need this. Hey, I'm gonna send it to you. No questions asked, because I don't want to get on her bad side. It's to the point where I'm not doing it for my son because I love my son and I want my son to have things that I didn't have. It's just so she don't she don't get pissed off and try to tell me that you know you need to be doing this. I do everything. She knows it. I do everything. Do everything for my son. Everything that my son has now, I bought for him. Like she'll do for she'll do for my son. Like I said, she's not a bad parent. You know, I'm not going to say she's a bad parent because, you know, I buy him $200, $300 sneakers and she doesn't. That doesn't make her a bad parent. You know, it's just she does she does the bare minimum for our son with the intentions on with knowing that I will pick up the slack on that and do it. You know what I mean? Oh, you know, my son's dad spends, you know, over $1,000 twice a year for clothes for him. So, I'm shit. Why should I have to spend money on clothes for him? She'll swear up and down. She does do these things. And she does. She buys things a little, you know, here and there. But it's just like, come on now. Like, you've been a little bit cheap with our son. Now, all of a sudden, and I feel like she dip, she beats that way because she ain't got the money for it. Which is strange because she outranks me. I don't understand how that works. Like, you outrank me. You know, yes, you have. She has three kids, including our son together. Two of them are mine, but. You know, I don't feel like that's the reason for her, you know, what seems to me, you know, to be a financial downfall. Like, I don't like it's clear that she's hurt for money the way she went on a rampage earlier this week over four hundred and sixty dollars. Five ninety if you want to count half of December, because I didn't go get my son until December 18th. But it's 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 just like me and Josh had a conversation. Like we we is is it's such a norm in our black community that you have these black mothers which we are supposed to protect. We're supposed to you know da da this like we ain't supposed to black you know bash women and da da this. But there are women out there just like her that are just the, the most conniving, you know, means like I said, mean spirited people. That we're supposed to respect and do whatever for. They deal with a lot. They raise our children. They raise our black boys. And they are literally 
the worst human beings on this planet. It, it doesn't come down to their black women. It doesn't come down to their women, period. It comes down to their just terrible people. That's all it comes down to. It's never about really race, you know, male or female. It's if you're a good person or you're a terrible person. I feel like she's a terrible person. Just, just off the shit she's done. Cause like I said, I don't, I don't do anything to her. I let her rock. She needs something that she should be paying for. I do it. Just so you know, it's just no confusion. There's no arguments or nothing. But she takes advantage of that. Now, if and she's played that game before. I don't do what she say. All of a sudden. She ain't picking up the phone. Nobody can, I can, I can never get a hold of my son when I'm trying to call him, you know, or she she swears I'm down. I would never try to keep, to keep your son away from me. You, but like I said, when she ain't getting her way, all of a sudden I can't, you know, oh, he's busy right now or I'm busy. You're, you know, you can't call and expect to talk to him whenever you want. And you know, that shit, all of a sudden that shit starts coming out of nowhere. You know, it's it's just it's just fucked up because that's how, you know, there's men out there that don't take care of their kids, but I'm not one of them. And I get treated like a nigga that don't take care of his kids. His son, my firstborn son, take care of him, love him to death, do anything for him. Josh seen it, you know, other homies seen it. Mm-hmm. My son literally has shit that fucking, you know, the average kid don't have. His room is just decked the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, I spent at least probably over two grand on a kid's room for his furniture. You know, that motherfucker got a TV bigger than the one, you know, bigger than the one that I got in my bedroom. Motherfucker, you know, it, it is not about material stuff. It's it's about, you know, your care for your child. Like, you love them. You'll do anything for them. So the other parents should see that. And you know what? I'm going to back the fuck off. I'm going to stop being a fucking bitch. For no reason. And it's not even like we have, like, yes, we didn't work out. It's not even because of that. It's because she's literally a fucking bitch. Like, she just has to be this way. She's born this way. She's bred this way. Like, that's, like, nobody made her that way. I don't think our parents made her that way. Our parents, nicest people on the fucking planet to me. But she's just an evil person. Evil person. Like, yes, I'm not saying I'm perfect, and I'm not saying that I didn't play a role in us, you know, our, you know, why we not together now, but it's just like, it stemmed from her. It all stemmed from her, from the fucking lying, you know, I wouldn't even say cheating, because I don't actually believe she fucked another nigga. It was just, you know, she entertained, she let niggas entertain her, because she just, she has to be the center of attention. That's her. She has to be just praised, you know, by everybody. She has to be the, you know, king of the castle. So is that's why we just didn't work out because it was just like I can't be with somebody who just just thinks that they shit don't stink. You know, they just, you know, everybody else is, you know, oh, you the shit, you know, Soren Johnson, and she truly believes that shit. But it was like they know her. She's just like. She's an evil. She's she's just a mean person. Even when she's not trying to be, she's just a mean motherfucker. 
Like, you try to be in it. That's what sucks. That's one thing I hate in life is just, like, it's somebody who's a fucking dickhead, and you just try to be nice to them so they don't say some mean shit to you. That's how I felt. It's just, like, I'm just trying to stay out your way. Not trying to piss you off. But it, I got to a point where I'm like, man, fuck that. Because I know where I came from. I come from, it's like, I don't, I, I don't come from that shit. But, you know, being in the Army... It taught me that I gotta be, I gotta mask who I am to please the other, you know, please the next person. And I stopped doing that and was like, no, fuck that. Because I come from, I smack the shit out of you if you, if I feel disrespected. Not saying I smack the shit out of her, but it's just like I come from a, a zero tolerance environment and I, I just took so much shit from her. And I still take shit from her now because she was threatening me with court. And I know she ain't going to take me to court. But I know once my son goes back to stay with her, she, you know, like I said, all of a sudden, you know, she said, I never keep my son away from you. But she'll, she'll do that. She's done that before. She's done that because a new nigga was around. You know, all of a sudden, you know, I can't talk to my son every day like I used to. All of a sudden, I can't pick my son up every day like I used to. Because she got some nigga that she trying to entertain and show him that I'm a bitch-ass nigga. And karma caught up to him and her. Because, like I said, that nigga died in a car accident that she, in a car that she bought for him. Helped him get, I didn't say she bought, but helped him get, nigga died in a car crash, racing. That's why I have no sympathy for that nigga. I will forever, hey, fuck that nigga. Because that nigga at multiple times played about my son, which was the ultimate disrespect. Interfered with me trying to communicate with my son. And she let it happen. And they offered him to go, you know, go somewhere and die. And she sold all his all his shit. You know what I mean? Like, without no hesitation, his family is asking for his belong his personal belongings that were in her possession. And she sold that shit and was lying to them, saying that, oh, you know, I just haven't had time to get around to sending it back to y'all. Sold all his shoes. Sold the nigga's shoes that you claimed you love so much. You got this nigga's name tattooed on you. And you sold his shit as soon as he died. As soon as he died. That's why I was like, she don't care about shit. She don't care about nobody but herself. She cares about nothing but herself. Like I said, she ain't a bad parent. She's just a bad person. And that's something that she don't want to admit. She's in, in denial about. So that's how my week's been going. I just been dealing with that. And it wasn't even my week. It's just been, it was just for like a day, you know, that I had to deal with that. And then I was I, I told her, I was like, I'm not tripping off nothing. I'm good over here. Because she tried to, you know, until she got that money. She was just trying to, you know, piss me off, trying to make me mad, trying to, you know, make me argue back and forth with her. I was like, you ain't doing nothing over nothing over here you can say that can just, you know, take away my peace. And, uh, you know, that's what, just what it was. And that, that's what I really want people to understand. It was like, it's like, it's, dudes ain't out here just, I truly feel like, some, I mean, some dudes are, but I tr- truly feel like the majority of dudes is not out here just trying to neglect their responsibilities as a father or they're not the main culprit in why a relationship don't work. Uh, women p- play a role in that, too. Or women are the source of the fucking problem. 
you know, we had that issue when we was doing this podcast earlier this year where, you know, people, people just thought we was just bashing women on here. I'm like, no, man. Just like how men are pieces of shit, there are some women that are pieces of shit, too. And we got to stop saying mm-hmm. that. We got to stop thinking that women aren't pieces of shit because they're black. Like, there are black women that are literally pieces of shit. We don't neglect the fact that there are, we know to this day, we know black men to be pieces of shit. Some that do shady shit. We are literally associates with some people that just do shady ass shit. It's not just men. It's, it's women too. Like we talked about that shit and that shit, it hurts to have that conversation because like Josh, Josh can't relate because Josh don't have kids, but he knows people that go through the same shit that I go through. A lot of people. Like he knows people that go through this shit. And we got to stop thinking that it's just, you know, women because our moms went through that shit. I've experienced my mom deal with pieces of shit, niggas. And Josh has probably has two, but it's is is it's not just it's not just men. As I got older, I did, I kind of learned that my mom played a role in the bullshit that went on too. My mom did pieces of shit too. My mom has committed arson, set a house on fire hmm. because she was mad over some ignorant shit, stupid shit. My mom has done shit that is just like. I, I don't look up to my mom no more. Like, I, I used to look up to my mom like, that's just, you know, that's what a woman is and that it is. And I just look back on some of the shit my mom did when I was younger. And I was like, mama, you was a fucked up person back then. What the fuck was you doing? Like, you set a house on fire. A house that we owned. Not too many black people can own a house. And you set that bitch on fire because you was mad. I literally woke up. Probably two, three o'clock in the morning, I just see flickering lights. We we own the house and we own the house across the street. And I literally look out the fucking the living room window and just see the house across the street on fire. And I was like, my mama did that shit. Without a shadow of doubt, didn't even question it. It was like, my mama set this house on fire. Cause she was mad. It's just like, I just, like I say, I want people to see both sides. It's just like, look at the facts. Like, if somebody's telling you something, you know, it's it, they're not trying to be a victim. They just trying to, they just want to be heard. I want to be the voice of, like, not even just men, just wrong, just right people in a wrong situation. I am in a wrong situation that I wish I could get out of. And it, it, it's brought me to the point where, it's like, I love my son so much. But if I could go back to 2013, before I came home from my first deployment in fucking October, if I could just go back to my younger self and tell my myself, like, walk away from this woman, I would walk the fuck away. Because she is nothing but trouble. She was nothing but trouble from the start. And I just didn't, I just didn't ignore it. I was just stupid. I was blind to the fact. Uh, just like, she's not a good person. This is not some per- somebody you need to involve yourself with. And uh, I still did it. I, I mean, out of love and, you know, and out of, you know, I thought it was just a good situation for me, but it, was, it wasn't. Never was. Never was a good situation. And I feel like in, like, until my son turned 18, she'll forever help have a, a hold on me to where... 
you know, she could fuck my shit up if she wanted to. But I feel like even then afterwards, you know, it's the fact that we share a son together. So from the time my son is old, and I, it's like, it, I, I feel like this is going to be a conversation when I have one of my son when he's older. I'm like, I'm going to tell him, like, what what went wrong? Why me and your mama are not together? I still have, like, screenshots of shit, just all type of shit that I hold on to the, to this day. To show my son when he get older, I'm like, this is where me and your mama were wrong. Because I guarantee you he going to ask his mama, his mama going to tell him some bullshit. He going to believe that, you know, me and his mama is not together because of me. Yeah, yeah, me and my, yeah, if you want to get technical, me and your mama is not together because of me because I decided not to be there and deal with that bullshit. And, you know, the and one person I could, I could be thankful for is always forever Josh because once I got here, Josh is what helped me get out of that situation. You thankful for me, my nigga? Yeah, because like, uh, if you don't know, like you literally were there when you helped me move my shit out. I was like, when we had those two pri, we had three privates, them brand new privates, Murphy, McFadden, and fucking uh, it was some shit bags, and the other motherfuckers all got kicked Murphy, out by McFadden, the way, McFadden, and Fry, Fry, and they all was like, look, we got a couple hours, go help me get my shit out of this house. When he yeah. got all my shit out of that house. And it was literally just my clothes, my TA-50, and a TV. Yeah. And fucking we left. Boom. I told you my situation. You was the first person I told that the situation I was just going through. I'm like, bro, I'm I'm in a terrible spot with this motherfucking. I, I just didn't know what to do back then. 2016, I didn't know. When I first moved to fucking Colorado, I didn't know what the fuck to do. I was just like, bro, I'm going through this shit right now. And it's just like, I don't see no way out of it, bro. It was just like, and she knew the, you know, the hurt and pain and the trauma that she was causing. She just didn't give a fuck. She did not give a fuck. Yeah. And that's where I can never respect her. I I can respect her in a sense where I can just have a civil conversation with her, but I can never truly respect her because I can never be, you know, let my guard down around her because I know she's just always on some bullshit. You know, she, she have a, try to have a civil conversation with me that she initiate if it got something to do with our son or something. And I just always like, you know, even with my son, she asked for my son to come live with me this year. I just thought it was like, all right, it's some bullshit behind this. You know, while all of a sudden, because she she always said, it was like, you know, I feel like, you know, I always like, you know, I want my son to come live with me, you know, around the time when he's 13. That's half his life. You know, he lived with you when he young, but when he get a little older, come live around his dad. She she wasn't with it. She no, it ain't happening. And all of a sudden, she just pop out of out of nowhere last year and was like, you know, uh, I'm deploying. Can you know, I want him to come live with you. I feel like he should be around his father and stuff like that. When she starts saying shit like that, I'm like, what the fuck? She got up her sleeve. What the fuck she got planned? Because her first go to is for him to go live with her parents. So. It, it just, it just, she's brought me to the point where anytime somebody's trying to be nice to me, I just think it's some bullshit behind it. What you trying to be nice for? Ain't nobody, ain't nobody just nice to anybody around this motherfucker. What you want? <laughs> that's, that's literally, I, and I come from straight hood nigga shit. Just, I, I hate to call it hood nigga shit, but I just come from a, you know, a bad environment where you don't trust nobody. 
I'll trust anybody from back home that I ain't never fucked with in my life before I trust her. That's how bad it is. It sucks. And it's like, it'd it be hard for me. Like, I got so much more shit to say about it. But it's just, that's, like, I just want y'all to know, like, I am dealing with a fucked up individual that just don't give a fuck about nothing but herself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's wild how she, like, I could just, the list goes on and on about the dirty ass shit she done done. Over the recent years and over the past, you know, few years, my son only six. And I can just think of some multiple things throughout the years that she done just did some fucking scandalous ass shit. Said some scandalous ass shit. All kind of shit. And it's just like, like I said, younger me ain't going for that shit. Or, the, you know, you talk to motherfuckers back home that I was raised with, ain't going for that shit. But it's just like I, I I became a changed person when I joined the military and more more so when I moved here. I was like, you know what? I'm in a different environment. I, I need to change my mentality. I need to become that out of this. But it's like me changing that shit, I lost a little bit of myself. Because like I said, I was on the verge of, because of this motherfucker, committing, committing like legit suicide. I still think about committing suicide to this day because of her. Last year, just just last year. Like, every time, like, some major shit happened, it just drive me to the point where it's just like, I don't want to do this no more. Because it's just like, it's either she go or I go. And I can't kill her because I go to jail. I would never do that. But it's just like, it, it. that's what I'm saying. It just drove me to the point where it's just like, fuck life. Because I can't live in a world with this person. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I can't. Because there's nothing I can do. There's nothing nobody else could say that could change this person. There's no change in her. She'll never change. She kicks all this bullshit online about God and da da this and being in faithful, decent relationships. And I was like, I know the, it, it's like it's like a hoe on Instagram talking about you hoes, this, this, and that. And she a hoe. <laughs> Hold on, bro. You go, you going in on her right now? I just gotta say how I feel. I just because if I don't, it's just people. Because like I said, I want people to know that there are women out here like that. It's not the it's not the purpose to go in on her. It's to just to because like I said, so I truly don't feel like she. I don't think she started out like this. It just she became this way. She knew that she was becoming this way, and she was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be this way." And she so, it's not even that. She knows the type of person she is now. She don't care. So I got to, like, my biggest thing, you know what I'm saying? So before, like, now I want kids. But a huge thing for me was, my bad to cut you off. You good. Was um, the baby mama from hell. My mama always warned me. Like, don't be just getting any bitch pregnant. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because they, 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 the baby mama from hell. And the situation you'd be explaining to me, you know what I'm saying? It'd be like, bro, I got you and I got another homie that's, you know, my dog. You feel me? I'll be explaining that situation. It'd be like, bruh, like that don't even make sense. You feel me? I got another homie. His his uh, his daughter. So he has two daughters. One of them caught COVID. You know what I'm saying? And he was with them. Well, they caught COVID from the family, from him being with his, from the daughters being with his baby mama. But then he took the other one that didn't have COVID. Was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? She gonna stay with me. 
you know, whoop de whoop whoop whoop. You know, the reason why she's staying with me because she ain't got COVID. Baby mama started tripping, called the police. Like, nah, I want her back right now. But like, bro, y'all got COVID in that house. That why you want? You know what I'm saying? Wow. A lot of shit is not logic. You know what I'm saying? A lot of shit is not logic, and a lot of shit is just like straight, just like. It's not even logic or even it's emotional. It's like it, I know that fair. this person cares, like like how she does. She knows that I care about my son. So, so when she uses him, she uses work as an excuse why she can't bring him to me, or I go get him and she comes and picks him up to bring her back, bring him back. She was like, "Oh well, it's basically like you either gonna come get him or you're not gonna see him." Yeah. That's how they they know how of much of a diehard dad you are for your kids, and they know that they they don't treat it as I know I got a good father. She treated yeah. it as I know I got a fucking sucker. That's gonna fucking at the end of the day, he gonna do whatever the fuck he's supposed to do because he he want to see his kid. Well, like I said, I know I didn't come from a good dad, so. She know that fucking. You trying to be? I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. You know, make shit different. I don't want my son to be like. You know, my dad wasn't there, and you know, my dad. That's why I want to get the fuck out of the military because I got tired of missing birthdays, and I ain't missed that many birthdays. But I one thing that fucking pissed me off is I missed my son's first birthday because I was on my second deployment, and she knows that when I go, when I go in for my son, when it comes to like buying shit, do for him, I go all out. Yeah. And she, then they play off of that shit. They know that I have this motherfucker underneath my thumb because I got the I got what he want. I got something he want. Yeah, but it's you know what I'm saying I, I'm not finna speak for you know what I'm saying all situations, but you know like like he said like there's people out there you know what I'm saying and, I, and honestly I'm gonna hear a good side of the story so you know what I'm saying whatever that's my dog I don't think he lied to me. I don't believe you a lot of me, you know what I'm saying? But it's it's a lot of women that go that do shit like that. Like like I said, his story, you feel me, my my, my other homie story, like it's just like, you know what I'm saying, bro, it, it is crazy because you know you see people being good good fathers, trying to be good fathers, but you know what I'm saying, it's 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 other people that mess it up for them. And that's a that's a shitty part, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That shit you know what I'm saying? If I was a father, that I'd get to me too. Like, bro, like, I, I don't even, like, me and you ain't got to have no relationship. I just want to see my son. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even though my mom and my pops, you know, was together, not together, uh, fucking broken up. You feel me? But, you know, they, my mom, you know what I'm saying? My, my pops did some stupid shit. But, you know, it was never no, like, you know, weird shit like that, you know what I'm saying, that, that, that these women is doing to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, where does this shit come from? When the fuck did this shit start? Because like I said, if if they, and then two, if they know that you actively trying to be in your son's life, they kind of not going to get in the way of that. But what they'll do is they'll make up for that in other areas. Where, like I said, they'll do the bare minimum for their kid but, to make it, put all the weight on you. And the moment you don't do it, be like, oh, you, you know, I do all this other shit, and like she'll be like, you know, I I buy him food and da da this. I'm like, well, that's what the fuck you supposed to do if he's living with you. What the fuck you mean you you what you gonna feed your other kids and be like shit? Uh, this food is for us over here. 
you know, your daddy got to buy food for you over here. I'm like, that shit don't make no sense. But it's women like that. Or she'll, she'll, she has intentionally, and as she'll try to fucking deny it, where she has in, intentionally, like when my son came to live with me recently, none of his fucking underwear fit him. And she'll try to say, oh, you know, he getting fat and da 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 this. I'm like, no, you just ain't bought him no fucking underwear. Yeah. I had to go buy him all new underwear because his underwear didn't fucking fit him. They were literally like tight on him. She has let plenty of times too when he was younger, him grow, let him grow out of his shoes, his clothes. She sent him over one time, and allegedly she didn't pack the bag, but sent him over in some shoes that was like literally two sizes too small. Yeah. And I was like, you knew these shoes couldn't fit him, so that was. To me, when he shows up to me and she knows I'm not going to hit her up, spazzing the fuck out on her, I'm just going to open the bag and try to put the shoes on his feet and see that they don't fit. Well, I got to go to Foot Locker and get him some new shoes. That's her way of saying that, hey, he needs some new shoes. I'm like, okay, well, the shoes that he grew out of that you sent him over with, I bought those. Where are the shoes that she bought him? You know, she does buy him fucking flip-flops and fucking... Crocs yeah. or just some, some, some cheap ass shoes. And like I said, you're not a bad parent. If you buy, you know, just kids fuck up shoes. I don't give a fuck, but don't sit here and fucking, you see that he needs something. And instead of you going to go get it immediately. Oh, oh wait till you go to your daddy house. He'll buy it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a 50, 50 thing. And it's, it's literally looking like it's 90, 10. Yeah. Ninety on my end, but it is 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 people out here that's like that. And I'm not just saying women; it's it's men out here that do some weird shit like that too. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of the fact that it's you know you just weird. You know what I'm saying? Doing shit like that. Like I I I talked to uh, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was just like I don't understand like the you know it and I don't have kids. You feel me? But, like, I just don't understand the situation to where, like, hey, no matter what emotional shit we cause each other, like, this is this is what, this is bigger than the shit that we put each other through. You feel me? So, we need to be here for our son or our daughter, you know, in order to get, you know what I'm saying, to the situation. And I, it's, it's a bigger purpose. You feel me? So, like. Get over that shit, you know what I'm saying? And even if you can't get over it, act like you're over it because, like, this is what it is. But people act off the emotion, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's crazy because, like I said, she has two other kids where the dads literally do nothing. Yeah, One but, of them has never been in her daughter's life. And not day. to speak on her kids because that's not, I don't, I would never want to do that. But it's just like, she knows that. They haven't done anything. They're the complete opposite of me when it comes to taking care of their kids. But people will use you because they, she's just they like, know what you would, you know, they, they, they know what you would do. You feel me? Why ask somebody that you know that's not going to do, you know what I'm saying, that's, that you know that's not going to fucking, you know, give, you know, be there. Why why even waste your time? But the person that do do it, you know what I'm saying, we going to, hey, I know you're going to do it because you got a good heart. So we're going to force yeah. you to do it. You feel me? And that's what it is. And, you know, and that's all it is. You know, we have like an hour and 30. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to end this shit. 
But that's I mean that's all I wanted to speak on. Uh, I know I spent a little bit more time than I was supposed to, but or that I wanted to because like I said I didn't really want to talk about this shit because it's just like I hate just airing my problems out. But like I said, this is what a podcast is for to talk about our shit. But it's just. I just want people to understand, like, you know, I, I know I get on there, you know, y'all see me wild on the internet, that's my social media platform. I like to have fun with it and stuff like that, but it's just like, I, I want people to know that the shit that I go through, like, this shit be real, and a lot of people don't express that shit, it, it, and it be a lot of people that express that shit, but it just don't be, like, it don't be taken serious, and that's what I want people to do, is, like, understand and take that shit serious, and like outcast these motherfuckers that are literally causing these issues. Like there's mothers out there that just like that literally do this shit and they need to be outed. Just like we out the men for that shit that don't take care of these kids. You got rappers that y'all ain't got no problem with fucking laughing and hee hawing when they be having seven, like future having seven, six kids and y'all love entertaining the fact that, oh, he doesn't take care of his, he doesn't see his kids. And y'all don't even know if that shit true or not. But y'all, y'all so happy to fucking, you know, talk shit about that person. Y'all don't even know the whole situation. And not knowing that he could just be dealing with some bitter baby mamas that's in their feelings and they want to get on the internet and talk some shit. Just because. Like, motherfucker created seven kids and he's a fucking millionaire. You think they ain't fucking taken care of? I've seen some shit before. It was like, oh, he hasn't talked to his kids since fucking, you know... Uh, November And it was fucking December Or he hasn't seen them I was like He's a celebrity He's on the road Like what do you fuck you mean Of course There's probably some reason behind it Like he just ain't actively avoiding his kids I, I, I just don't get how people fucking Can champion that shit And they'd be like Okay well Probably she's just tripping Or Women do this shit too And that's it Like I said I mean if she listened to this shit, like I said, you ain't a bad parent. You're just a you're just a shitty person. A very shitty person. And you know you are. You know the shit that you do is shitty. And I mean, karma catches up to everybody. As you can see with your, your ex boyfriend. Or your current boyfriend. Alright, chill, 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 chill. But uh as always, if you like this podcast, please share, subscribe. Uh, what else? Share, subscribe, and like. Um, Josh is drunk. He said he wasn't gonna get this drunk as last time, but Josh is literally about to pass out. But uh, this has been another episode of Conversations, and we'll see y'all next week on a positive note, hopefully. And we out.